What do you think? Is that going to work? I don't think that's going to... F- nope. Eh, nope. Yeah, see, I told you it wasn't going to... Oh, hey. Hey, uh, well, uh, yeah, uh, well, junkies, welcome. I definitely was not trying to put a tie on my cat. Um, yeah, I, no, I'm going to cut that part out. It's going to be fine, kitty. They'll never even know how embarrassing you looked. Um, but yeah, welcome back to another episode of the Toon Junkies podcast. My name is Chris. Um, no band this week. I know, big bummer. You know, sometimes... Sometimes life just goes one way, it goes the other way than you expected, so sometimes we gotta call audibles at the last minute, but it's fine, you know? What perfect timing, too, because I think I was just looking at my phone, and I think we're, um, I think I've been doing this for, like, it's like an anniversary or something for the show. I don't know, it's kind of weird, I don't really know where to put I was looking through some of the old episodes and like <laughs> the two, the, yeah, it says the two year was around this time. Um, uh, but I couldn't remember if, well, no, it's because I think one of the first episodes released was around Valentine's Day. That's right. I said Valentine's Day. Um, but yeah, that's like, it's, hey, come on, dude. Why? Why are you always trying to eat shit that isn't in your bowl? Huh? This cat's gonna kill me. Um. Anyways, <laughs> sorry. Uh, what was I saying? Oh yeah, anniversary stuff. It's it's weird. I was looking at it and I was like, wait a second. Is two year right? I mean, this one would be three, according to the last. Is two year right? Do you count? So it'd be twenty. All of twenty nineteen is one year. All of twenty twenty is two years. All of 2021 is three, and then this, I mean, granted, this isn't a full four-year, but you see what I'm saying? You see how somebody who's really bad at math and counting and, and just uh, normal equations would mess that up? But yeah, it's like three years official, and it doesn't fit, well, no, it feels a lot longer than that, but that's, I think, all of time, <laughs> the the perception of time um is messed up for a bunch of people just because of as we talked about it all of last year uh pandy the pandy and quarantine has really like made things off you know what i mean of course you know what i mean you were there you were friggin there um <laughs> i don't know why i did that um but yeah so happy anniversary to us raise your glass kitty I said, raise it. God, he's so defiant. Um, but yeah, <sighs> I think in celebration, I'm just going to say that in celebration, I went and did this thing, <laughs> but I'm lying. Um, I'm just doing this for the bit. Um, I went and seen, seen, saw, looked upon. <laughs> I went and looked upon a film uh, literally just um, like 20 minutes ago. Um, I went to go see that Moo, Moo Movies, the new movie. <laughs> I went and seen that new movie, uh, The Cursed, right? And I was really excited. I I was really excited for this movie, right? We're just going to jump right into it. Um, the trailer looked really fucking good, right? I mean, maybe I'm a sucker for period pieces, 
um, but it looked really <laughs> captivating, right? Um, and I went, um, as I am one to do. I am a, a goer and a doer, um, and in in true Chris fashion, anytime I go to the movies, I take food with me because, you know, I like to stick it to the man. Um, <laughs> but I went and got Taco Bell, right? Put in my jacket. We went inside. Um, but I didn't just bring food. Like, I also went to the concession stand and got a fucking drink and some of those cookie dough bites that are literally my kryptonite. I can't fucking... I can't say no to them. Um, <laughs> but... So I got that stuff. And beforehand, I also... Uh, uh, partook and in um, some rations from uh, that's not what I wanted to say but we're gonna leave I partook in some Michigan medicine right because I was like yeah it's gonna be a spoopy movie let's fucking let's let's get a little toasty before we get in there right so I did and I sit down and I I think the events that are about to proceed, I mean, are entirely my fault, right? They are nobody else's. So I'm not mad at anyone except myself for what I'm about to tell you. Um, I, when I went to buy the tickets, right, I waited too long. All the good seats were taken. And the only seats that were available and uh, of my interest were in the front row. And I, I'm going to, listener, I fucking hate the front row. Okay? It hurts my neck. And even, God, that, but it does, bro. And it hurts my eyeballs, too. Like, looking up at the screen at that angle, man, it fucking hurts my brain. I, uh, but I also didn't, so there were other seats available, but like, you know, in literally every other row. But they were all the way on like the far left end, right? And I don't want to be looking diagonally across the room at this fucking, you know, 30-foot screen. So I picked the lesser of two evils and I went in the front row. And I knew that front row, because front row it does suck, there would be nobody in there. And I was like, oh, so that's going to be good for when I pull out this fucking Doritos Locos taco out of my fucking jacket pocket. No one's going to judge me or make me feel weird or, you know, cause a scene. So I was like, all right, that that works. Um, <laughs> but so I get in there, I sit down. And as soon as I sit down and I like look straight ahead and I see that the bottom of the screen is like not even at my direct eye level, I'm like, this is going to suck. <laughs> it's like, uh, my brain already hurts just thinking about how I'm going to have to look up at this fucking screen for the next hour and a half. So I waited for as long as I could to just keep my head down, right? I'm just looking at my phone, you know, waiting for the movie to start. But I'm a sucker for previews, so I had to watch some of the previews. I had to try and watch some of the previews um i can't even remember any of the previews that i saw and this happened 30 well two hours ago this recently happened i walked into my apartment from the movie theater and started recording that's how fresh <laughs> this happened and i cannot remember the previews because of how fucking close i was to the screen 
we get past the previews, okay? I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. If I wait too long, this tea bell is going to get nice and cool in my jacket pocket. Well, not cool. It's going to get room temp and, like, lukewarm because I will not produce enough heat to keep it nice and toasty, right? So I'm like, we're just going to eat these fucking these tacos. Um, so I pull them out and I eat them. I'm like, right, that was good. And then the movie's maybe like 10 minutes in. And I'm like, man, well, now I'm hung- now I'm like, I've, I got this sweet tooth. I need to fucking munch on something now. So I get out my cookie dough bites and I smash those. <laughs> and I go, <laughs> man, am I parched. And I drink my whole ass cherry cola, right, that I had. And I just, I just put all this shit in my body and mind you this movie theater is one of those like what do they call them luxury loungers so it's got like the leather reclining seats right i put all this food in my belly and i put that fucking seat back and guess how much of that movie i fucking watched (laughs) not enough i mean enough to where i got it like i as an avid horror film watcher a horror a connoisseur of... Mm, how do I want to say this? Ooh, a connoisseur of creepy. Boom, there it is. Um, but yeah, uh, long story short, I fell asleep. Um, I ke- I didn't like zonk out and wake up at the end. I like kept... It was like intermittent. I'd go in and out of it. It was a... Uh, I, I should probably watch that movie again before I give you an opinion on it. Um, just because... I didn't watch, and I didn't really watch the movie, okay? I, I fell asleep, okay? I got stoned, I filled my belly, I was comfy, and I fell asleep, okay? And, you know, I, I, not that, <laughs> not that they're ever going to hear this, but to the little baby who was sitting behind me, who did a very good job at staying quiet throughout the movie, good for you. So, shout out to that baby. Yeah. <sighs> And I'm embarrassed because, I don't know if you heard that water, but if you did, I'm going to leave it in. I uh, I usually take pride in the fact that I when I go to a movie, I watch the movie, but I, 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 just, I just dropped the ball. I don't know what happened. No, I do know what happened. I just explained to you what happened. I got high, I filled my belly, I got comfy, and I fell asleep. <laughs> Man, I don't know. Maybe... Part of me thinks, well, I think like the jaded part of me, the cynical part of me is wants to just be like, oh, that movie just didn't keep your attention enough to make you want to stay awake. It's like, eh, plausible, right? Plausible, very plausible. But I don't know. I just, I don't know. Also, the fucking, hold on, I'm going to, the mom in this movie, she looks super familiar and I couldn't place her. And also, she was kind of annoying me because, you know, I, again, fell asleep, filled my belly, whatever. I've said it a hundred times. I, my memory might be wrong, but I felt like this lady was only fucking whispering the whole movie. And it was kind of irritating me because I don't understand why you'd have to talk like this at every point in the movie. It's not fucking, what was that movie with Krasinski? The Quiet Place. Ugh. Hold on, let me look up this fucking 
Her name is Kelly Riley, and it looks like I recognized her from Sherlock Holmes. She was Mary Morstan. Um, yeah. I, I mean, that's not where I thought of... You know, who does she remind me of? She reminds me of a... Not, I, not another old lady. Don't say that, Chris. But she reminds me of an old lady that I saw in another movie who I that I can't think of uh, right now. Man, I'm just fucking <sighs> out of it right now. I'm so flustered. I'm cutting. Actually, you know what? I just remembered one of the uh, previews. It was for. <laughs> it was called the worst person in the world, and I'm not that. I'm not even kidding. Um, it was a French film, I think, which I thought was interesting that they were playing a. I almost said commercial preview. For a foreign film. I don't know if I've ever seen that in a movie theater. I watch a lot of foreign films because there's horror. There's a lot of great horror movies that are uh, foreign. Um, But I was surprised to see it in a movie theater. And not to my surprise were the comments that I heard while while it was playing. Which is people like, what do y'all read the whole fucking movie? Yeah, dude. Unless you can speak French, <laughs> unless you understand French, yeah, you're gonna have to read that movie. Well, I guess I'm. Mm, I don't know. I I'm used to that contention because I prefer. I'm gonna say it. I don't, well, no, I'm. I'm sure I've said it on the podcast before. I prefer subbed over dubbed in turn in when it comes to anime because I think subbed is superior. And, um, not, I, I did say that kind of like an elitist, but it's fine because it's my preference and I'm allowed to like what I like. Um, there are certain dubs that I do prefer, right? Um, I think it's more of like, what's the initial, um, first impression I get from the, um, show, right? So when I, the first, my first encounter with Dragon Ball Z dubbed can't watch Dragon Ball Z subtitled because I already have voices for the characters, right? Um, when I was first introduced to Naruto, um, it was dubbed, and I hated Naruto's voice, so I didn't watch it for like eight years, and then I went around to subtitle, and I really enjoyed that show, um, it, mainly because I cut out all the filler. Um, but I mean, I get it. I get that some people are anti-subtitle because sometimes it can be super difficult to read and like really uh observe what's going on in the in the scene in the in the in the shot right um recently a friend of mine uh recommended a an anime to me and when i went to watch it it fucking gave me a stroke because the dialogue was so like crammed and packed um and they were talking so fast and the the scenes were like like changing like equally as fast and I just couldn't I could not keep up um was it like Tatami Galaxy or something like that um but yeah I couldn't do it um I lasted like 
I don't even know if I got through one episode because I was like, bro, I just, I, I'm, I'm, I'm missing out on so much. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. I also can't see what's happening. So what the fuck are we doing here, guys? We're all just bumping into each other. Huh. That's a, <laughs> you know what that was from? That was a Dane Cook reference. And I don't know why that just came out of me. When, why do I have Dane Cook references just locked in my, well, I know why I have Dane Cook references locked in my brain. Because I was a middle schooler when I was listening to Dane Cook, so whatever. I wonder what Dane Cook's up to. Do you think he's ever going to do more stand-up? Probably not. Which sucks, because he was kind of, he was pretty funny. He was, he was a funny actor too. Do you guys remember that movie, uh, ooh, Employee of the Month? With uh, him and fucking Jessica Alba and uh, Dax Shepard, right? And then it was fucking, what's his name? Um, Vote for Pedro, the guy from Napoleon Dynamite. I'm sorry, I don't remember your name, but it is what it is. But yeah, uh, that <laughs> that movie has one of my favorite lines in it of all time. Um, and that line is... Uh, this is an 81 Honda. How dare you? That shit's stupid to me. Um, but that movie also made me want to work in like a warehouse job so that I could build a small little fort within the contents of the racks. Um, and I almost I almost did it. There was I once worked a job in Elkhart, um, some warehouse. Um, and... There, it, there were, you know, just rows and rows and rows of product that, you know, I was, I was a temp there. So like my job was just to unload these trailers, uh, you know, every day, but some days there wouldn't be trailers for us to unload. So they'd be like, I guess just f- go find something to do. And like, that's, <laughs> That's not really something you should tell a temp because I feel like in 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 the title of temporary employee should it should just imply that I don't fucking care about your company, right? Like <laughs> I I mean I would sweep as much as I could, right? But that place wasn't that big and I could sweep that place in like two hours but I still had six fucking hours to do other things and they didn't have they weren't giving me any answers so I would me being the small wire framed man that I am was able to like fit in between these rows of boxes and just like find places to like scrunch up and take a nap and like that sounds cool like that sounds fun but it's not fun going to sleep and like getting a good sleep, you know, like that fucking, like that blackout, you just fucking, uh, and you're, you're out, you're off into fucking dreamland or whatever. It's not fun going from that and then waking up <laughs> at work. <laughs> like that is, I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend that to anybody because it's, it's awful. You're like, oh yeah, that was nice. And you wake up like, oh fuck, I'm still here. Like, yeah, fuck, fuck sleeping at work, bro. That shit's, 
That's dumb. It sucks. <laughs> Would not recommend. Um, but yeah. Why why did I get to oh oh my fucking Dane Cook brought me here. God damn it. <sighs> you know what really bothers me? I mean this is really I think well I don't really know <laughs> the extent of where the uh the snow got to, but uh here in the Midwest, uh in the uh good old Indiana land, um it was like fifty degrees on Wednesday right and it kind of rained and uh it finally cleared off all the snow and all the ice and i was like oh hell yeah spring's right around the corner fucking jeans and sweatshirts here we go but um thursday drops down like fucking 19 degrees drops like nine inches of snow everywhere and now we're right back to where we were and, and like, I, I don't know what I expected, right? I, every, every fucking year, every year, right? There's like that, that little glimmer of hope. You're like, oh, okay, woohoo, snow's done, but it's not, it's never done. Uh, which, which is weird. Like, I don't know why, because I like snow. I like the way it looks. I like the way it looks when it's fallen from the sky. One of my favorite things as I was pumping my gas this morning is I was like, I was under the lights of the gas station, right? So bright fluorescent lights, <laughs> bright fluorescent lights above me. And then out from underneath the awning of the pumps was the very black 4 a.m. sky, right? But with from the darkness of that blackness was coming these white little flecks of snow and that's one of my favorite things to like if i could block out all the things around that i was looking at and just like zoom in on the blackness and have the snow falling in you know like a screensaver or some shit i could watch that for hours dude i love it i love that but (sighs) can't do that can't do it now with these eyes no way jose no way no way look at this guy mr captain tying knots if you know that reference high five to you what do you want kitty huh huh you want to come up here nope just one leg rub please um oh yeah so you want to um did you guys hear care or see that the uh, record store day um lineup um is uh oh my gosh dropped um chris what is that i don't know what you're talking about well listener let me tell you um normally once a year there's a record store day um i think it was last year had well no last year was what i don't remember bro i don't remember past couple years have been weird Pandy screwed everything up. But normally there's one record store day, um, and it happens in April. (laughs) I am going to say it like that from now on. It happens in April. I feel like that was a pretty consistent uh, replay. Um, 
CBS Record Store Day 2022 exclusive releases. Um, <laughs> if that's the new theme song. Um, if you would like to use that in your own personal life, I will allow it. April 23rd at participating stores, independent dealers, record stores, whatever you want to call them. Um, I was looking through the list the other day, and the first one that caught my was the uh, the promo EP release of Allison Chains' "We Die Young." Isn't that interesting? Their very first EP. Oh my gosh, it's got three tracks on it. Um, I was like, oh shit, that's probably gonna be uh, hard to grab. But then I was on the Record Store Day website looking at. It'll show you everything they're putting out, the artist, the label, the format, release type, and the quantity. And Allison Chains is making fourteen thousand three hundred and fifty of them. So if you want one, chances are you're probably gonna get one. Um, cause that's a huge fucking number. I am, uh, I'm also pretty excited for, uh, Sarah Barrielli's, Barrielli's, Barry, how do you say her last name? Is it Barrielli's? Barry, Bar, Barrielli's, Barry, I don't fucking know. You know who I mean. Um, they're putting a, a little voice on, uh, record, um, vinyl, whatever. One thing, <laughs> one thing there never seems to be a shortage of every record store day is the David Bowie releases. There seems to be every fucking year a new thing. It looks like this time uh, we've got Brilliant Adventure EPs um, on CD and vinyl. The Toy EP, you've got it made with made with all the toys, which is a CD and a 10-inch vinyl. Um, yeah, well, okay, so it's not a lot. But there seems like, uh, especially uh, <clears throat> David Bowie always has releases. Um, Prince, as of the last couple of years, seems to always have had uh, releases. Um, I don't know about, oh, no, this year. Dang it. You know what I, you know what I think is stupid? Uh, I'm going to derail myself for a second. So, like, on this website, it says, showing 1 to 50 of 335 rows of the, you know, the releases or whatever. There's an option as to how many rows per page. Why would anyone want multiple pages? Isn't it just easier to see everything on one page just to continuously scroll on one page instead of having to click fucking a button <laughs> every three scrolls I don't know maybe I'm being picky but it it, mm, it annoys me when they're like do you want to see more of course I want to see more I'm an American all we do is consume show me everything you've got and I'll look at it all <sighs> show me what you've got <sighs> Rick and Morty Ooh, I just finished watching the season 5 of Rick and Morty and I don't care which if you like Rick and Morty or not I really don't. I do, and I thought it was great. I I always get butt hurt when people are like, "Oh yeah, I hear the show's good, but the fan is like, quit, <sighs> quit taking your fucking opinions off social media." Okay, did do you watch the show? No. Well, then don't have an opinion on it. Like oh, I haven't seen it, and then stop there, right? I don't know. I I I get I get butt hurt because they're like, "Oh, the fans suck." Like. <sighs> I'm a fan, though. I don't fucking talk about it. It's fine. 
Um, oh, yeah, I was looking for Prince. That's right. And then I got fucking... Oh, my God. I still have to... Oh, there's another page still. And I put 500 on the... Mm, let me see. V S R. Oh, God, I missed P. Is there not a Prince? There's not a Prince. Oh, I lied. I spoke too soon. There's a Prince. I told you. I told you there's a Prince. Holy fuck, and there's 24,000 of them that they're putting out. It's a Prince, the gold experience. Couldn't tell you what that means because this dude only made music. He's got, like, thousands and thousands and thousands of songs that he just, like, never put out because they weren't good enough for his standards. Um... So that's fun. Um, I saw that uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers, their new album is going to be on vinyl. Another A record store special edition release. I know they already made like fucking eight different variants of the same album. Uh, what is the new album called? Um, damn it. Where'd it go? Oh, damn, I saw... What did I see? Oh, I saw Peppa Pig. <laughs> Yeah, there's a Peppa Pig album coming out. This uh, Peppa's Adventures, the album. There's gonna ooh, there's only gonna be seventeen hundred of them. Um, what was I? Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, yeah. Their new album, Unlimited Love. There's gonna be a record store day exclusive for that. But there's also gonna be nine other variants. So if you want one, chances are you'll be able to grab one. Um, Rolling Stones are another one of those bands that always have something. Um, let me see. What else? What? There was some... Oh, Slash? Like, ooh, Sleep Token. Sleep Token's one that I was really excited about. There's also um, uh, Tesseract. Their album Polaris. They're putting... I don't know why they're doing a, um, a record store day release. Because I already... Didn't they already fucking release that? Uh, on uh, vinyl yeah well uh, RSD limited run regional focus holy shit there's only making 900 of them why is this one why is this so special a limited edition picture did uh, answered my own question <laughs> see this folks right there recorded proof as to why you should read before you speak you know uh, but yeah okay so Maybe I don't fucking want it. Because I already have this record. It's not... Not a picture disc. And... Uh, it'd be a boring picture disc. I'm going to be honest with you. I mean, that's just my personal opinion. I mean, I own several. I've got... Um, a My Chemical Romance Black Parade picture disc. Um, Devil Wears Prada Plagues um, picture disc. And a... Uh, Oh, in flame sense of purpose picture disc hanging on the wall right now, uh, but those are all that like, well, not all because, not my chem, but it's not. It's more of an art stuff. Oh, God, it's all art, Chris. It's all art. The Polar, the Tesseract <laughs> artwork is not the same as the shit that I have currently up on my wall, and it's definitely not my. It's not me. It's too modern. It's not for me. Um, can't pull it off. Can't pull it off, you guys. It would look so weird amongst all the weird uh, shit that I have on my walls. Um, but oh, I gotta delete that out. Blah, 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 blah. Um, I feel like I just sounded like that girl from. Uh, Do you guys ever see? <laughs> it was some uh, Twitch video. Of this girl, I don't know her name, um, but she was like 
she was dressed as a character from Naruto. And she had this like little keychain of like a, a kunai or something like that. And she she's like, I wonder if I can stab my white claw. And she stabs the white claw <laughs> and sprays in her eyes. And she just screams and runs out. And then she has to end her video. Um, but it's really funny. Uh, you should you should Google it right now. You should Google, can I stab my white claw? <laughs> and look for a girl wearing purple, purple clothes. Um, it's really funny. Um. Uh, what was another one? Sarah Bur, Bur- S- Sarah B. <laughs> Sarah B. I don't fucking know how to say your last name. Um, sleep token tesseract. Oh yeah, there was another one. There's a an Adult Swim uh fucking record that they're putting out. It's just a, a compilation, of course. It's not just. Um, but yeah, uh, Adult Swim and. I'm not going to be able to say that. RVNG, International Salutations, inaugurates a series of meetings, greetings, groups, assemblies, and exercises along the invisible plane created through correspondence. That sentence meant nothing to me. What? What is that? The question of how similar we are arises in a simple form of contact and how we cheat. What is this? What are you doing? Just tell me about the... Salutations. That must be the name of the record. Yes, Adult Swim and Riving International. Hoof, nope, whatever. Um, <laughs> Salutations features 12 pieces of new music from artists near and dear to RVNG's sphere, including. I am going to mispronounce each and every one of these. Uh, is it. Oh, God. <laughs> Okay, so here's a game. Uh, try and figure out the names of these people that I'm mispronouncing. Isit Corral. Oh, f- how do you say that? Sato Sato Mimage. Sato Mimage. Sato Mimage. You're on your own. Sorry. VHLVL. Visible Cloaks. I got that one right. Uh, Sign Libra. Dialect. Batu. Anna Homler. Diatome Deli. Emily A. Sprague. Rachika Nayar and Nina Keith and Wayne Phoenix. I don't know any of those people. But it's got Adult Swim on it and I will check it out because they had great bump music. That shit was fucking toit. Um... What does that say? The compilation was first shared by Adult Swim on Wednesday, September 15th. Why do I fucking care about that? Um, oh, okay. Whatever. Um, I wonder if there's a playlist somewhere that I can, like, listen to this or at least look these things up because what? If, nothing is worse than spending money on, you know, a, a record or a CD or a cassette. Hey, dude, get your head off the fucking mic, bruh. Damn. Um, uh, buying some music and then getting home and listening to it and finding out that it fucking sucks. Um, if you are, well, I'm not gonna be ageist, but if you remember the days where uh instant uh streaming was a thing, um, uh, where you had to like, do you guys remember in? I think it was Fye, probably. I think Best Buy had them too, where you could like put on these community headphones and listen to um tracks from a cd that you don't own do you remember that hold on i'm gonna squeeze my cat real quick all right get off my lap 
Um, I hope the mic picked that up. Um, but yeah, it was a uh, uh, it sucked when you'd be like, "Oh, dude, the artwork for this looks dope," and then you get it home and you listen to it like, "This fucking sucks." I don't. How am I gonna get my thirteen dollars back? You don't. You don't. You just uh, <laughs> you just keep that CD and never listen to it. Um, I uh, shared um, a so for Wax Wednesday this week. Yeah, I shared a my uh, Hootie and the Blowfish cracked rear view um, record, and some dude um, I shared it on the socials, and some dude was like, "Ah, Kitty, back up." <laughs> he uh, he said that he used to work at this uh, music store when he was in college um, on Christmas break. And uh, when that album came out, he was like, bro, any motherfucker who walked through my doors <laughs> was sold a Hootie and the Blowfish album. He was like, and it didn't matter what you were looking for. He's, oh, he said, uh, oh, does your son love Pantera and the Ramones? take this Hootie and the Blowfish CD. He's like, didn't matter who it was, I sold one to every person. And he was like, I never got anyone to bring one back as a return. And my immediate instinct was, well, obviously, because Hootie and the Blowfish is universal. Everybody likes Hootie and the Blowfish. There's no way you can't. Well, there is a way you can't, and it's the fact that you're an alien. You don't belong here. As Lil Wayne would say, we are not the same, I am a Martian. That's not how he would say it. Um, cause there's no auto-tune on it. <laughs> gotcha, Wheezy. There's also, uh, as of late, we're, I'm just jumping back and forth. There's also, as of late, um, seems like The Cure has been getting a lot of, like, Represses. I know. I think it was like last year. I bought a picture disc. Oh, another picture disc of uh, what was it? Seventeen seconds. Is that the album name? Um, don't judge me if that's wrong because I am new. I didn't start even like listening to the Cure till like two years ago. Um, and that's not me saying, "Hey, I uh, never heard of them before," because I had. I have heard them. Like, their music's so popular. It's, like, in movies and TV shows and commercials and shit like that. I've heard the music, but now I've never opened up YouTube and been like, let's listen to The Cure. Not a one time. <laughs> okay? Um, which is, you know, how, how appropriately timed. Uh, funny enough, um, <laughs> this week, two years ago, um, we all know what happened two years ago. Uh... <laughs> Um, I had made this realization, hey, I'm 28, I'm going to listen to The Cure for the first time, and a bunch of people got butthurt about it, dude, so many people were like, um, excuse me, I'm like, dude, I don't know, I just, I never got around to it, dude, there's so much music, and you want me to listen to everything all at once, I mean, I get it, it's, it's The Cure, they're like, crazy popular and what's that dude's name uh i almost <laughs> i almost said robert frost that's not him uh robert robert rob what the fuck what's that fucking cure cure guy's name robert smith that's right if i would have just remembered the mtv unplugged corn uh 
series um, they features Robert Smith, and I can I can hear Jonathan Davis saying uh, Robert Smith of the Cure. Um, if you haven't listened, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm dying. If you haven't listened to that, any of the MTV Unplugged series are like really great. The Nirvana one's great, the Allison Chain one's great, and the Corn one is surprisingly delicious. Um, just go listen to it. If you're a fan of corn, you know, check it out. If you're like, ew, corn is gross. I prefer green beans. I hear you. I also prefer green beans, but this is, uh, an acceptable alternative, uh, is the unplugged version of corn. Um, but, uh, uh, the cure, um, a buddy of mine jumped down my throat for me not having ever listened to them. And, I was like, he was like, dude, how do you, <laughs> how do you not listen to them? They used to play at our house all the time because when I was in middle school, I'd go over to his house all the time and him and his brother would play Grand Theft Auto San Andreas with me while their mom would make cookies because their mom made fucking awesome cookies and anytime I went over there, I would ask her to make them because C is for Chris and also cookie. I like cookies um but he calls me out and I'm like I don't know man I just remember playing Grand Theft Auto and eating cookies and he reminded me that I used to take cookies and put them so you know the little you know video game cases uh then it was a PlayStation 2 PlayStation 3 um like they open up like a little book I would put cookies in there and close them and put them on their shelf. <laughs> they would find them later after I had long gone. Um, he he messaged he messaged me today because I I had posted that memory, and uh, he was like, "One time I found peanut butter in one. I don't <laughs> I don't remember that, um, but that does sound like something I would do um, because you know just." chaotic evil from day one son I'm just I'm just a lot of fun I regret nothing okay I've bestowed upon these people wonderful memories sure it was probably super annoying at the time they may have even gotten in trouble for it maybe I wasn't allowed to go back to the house who knows I don't remember but I know that I have given you a gift of hey remember that time you're welcome it's it it really is a thankless job, you know? Just being <laughs> being <laughs> being that guy in people's life like, "Hey, remember that kid who uh <laughs> who spit on your dog?" I don't know. Like not hurting anybody. Cookies in the game cases isn't hurting anybody. <laughs> it's it's just annoying. <sighs> Man, I am so much fun. What is that? Oh, sorry. I'm looking at this list. Um, Zarface, another guy, uh, putting out a bunch of fucking records as of late. Zarmageddon, 10,000 copies. Looky there. If you want one, you can probably get it. Dude, I saw Daughtry on this list. You remember Chris Daughtry, uh, the non-winner of the season, insert actual season number here, uh, of American Idol? Uh, yeah, well, he he's on. He, they're putting out a record for Record Store Day, and it's not the self title. And I don't know what they're doing. 
Also, Chris Daughtry, sorry about your daughter. Um, let me see. Def Leppard. We got some Dio. Dillinger Escape Plan Disassociation. Um, there you go. That's pretty neat. The Doors. Why? Why? 11,000 more copies of L.A. Woman by The Doors. Why? And it's a 4LP? Why? What? It wasn't... Mm, what is... Oh, I don't fucking know what's going on with that. I mean, I'm going to look at it. Probably not going to buy it. I shouldn't buy it. I don't need it. Bill Evans? Bill Evans always has shit dropping. Um, that dude is an icon, a jazz icon. If you're into jazz, high five to you. If you're not, that's fine. I get it. Um, but Bill Evans is great. Um, Everlast, Whitey Ford sings the blues. That's super tempting. Um, what do we else we got here? Foo, a Foo Fighters. Um, what is this? Making a Fire. Mark Ronson reversion. Between Chasing Birds, Preservation Hall, Jazz Band, Reversion. Making a Fire. That's not that new thrash metal thing, is it? Speaking of, I think this month, Foo Fighters are dropping that Studio 666, like, comedy horror movie. But in that movie, there's, like, a uh, thrash metal song that Foo Fighters did. Um, And I think within... The next couple weeks, they're going to drop, like, an entire thrash metal album. I know. It's it's shocking. Um, it's it's not shocking if you've been... If you've seen... Da- well, I don't really... I can't really say this for sure. But I know he's been making references to it for a couple years now. When I saw him in 2019 at Sonic Temple... Um, he was like making jokes about all of the like heavy metal bands that were there and was like doing his own. If you go listen to, oh fuck, I wish I knew the name of that. Hold on, I'll look up the name of the new Foo Fighters song so you can also Foo Fighters metal. Oops, that said Meryl. Um, damn metal album, March of the insane that's the name of the song march of the insane those vocals that stuff he was like joking and mocking the people at sonic temple but like i know i've heard him make jokes about doing a metal album because he you know he's he's at that stage in his life where he's just got fuck you money you know like he can do whatever he wants he's the foo fighters right like uh, they last year they put out they did a, a record of BG's covers, dude. What else we got here? But yeah, oh yeah, I'm super excited for that metal album because I'm sure it's not going to be genre changing. Of course, it's not going to be genre changing, but it's cool to see uh, the Foo Fighters do you know other things other than the things that the Foo Fighters have been doing for fucking thirty years. Oh my god, thirty years. Uh, I'm getting old. Oh, Hailstorm. Hailstorm's doing a fucking uh, record. Yo, I like Hailstorm. I don't care what you say. What is this? Handsome Boy Modeling School. Is that, is that a band? That's got to be a band. What is this? It's called So How's Your Girl? Look at this. What is this? Handsome Boy Modeling School. I... 
Consider me intrigued. I'll be looking into that. Um, what else we got? Jackson 5. What is this? Jazz Sabbath. Um, hello. What is this? Um, According to the liner notes, the UK Jazz Trio, Jazz Sabbath, were recording two albums in 1969 when disaster struck. Their debut album was cancelled and their second album shelved, leaving room for a certain band from Birmingham, becoming famous by playing metal versions of their jazz songs, claiming they were their own. Jazz Sabbath were powerless to do anything about it. The discovery of their debut album, Master Tapes, and the following re-release of the album in 2020 has changed everything. With the truth finally out there and the Birmingham band exposed as musical charlatans, Milton Keynes and colleagues have reunited and finished recording their second album. This album contains the songs in their original form, replenished with 52 years of experience, vigor, and rage. The tranquil symptom of the universe, the full eight-minute version of Paranoid, not that metal afterthought version everyone knows, and of course the song that other bands so blatantly named themselves after. This limited translucent natural vinyl mono edition for Record Store Day 2022 comes with a bonus track, a bonus DVD, and alternative artwork. I didn't say DVD all the way, but I think you knew what I meant. This sounds crazy interesting, and it's jazz versions, huh? Consider me interested. That's pretty cool. I'll check that out. Um, ah, oh, Joan Jet Acoustics. Okay, yo, Duran Jones and the Indications. Power to the people. What's up? Um, Jim Jones got really excited the first time I saw that, and I'm like, what? They put some of his crazy, weird ass lectures on vinyl. They didn't. It's a hip hop guy. It's one of those hip hoppers. Um, the Judy Bats, Dermot McKinney, Calvin Keys, Kid Creole, and the Coconuts. What we got, Lil Wayne. I got super excited, and then I saw it was just a CD for Sorry for the Wait. <sighs> Come on, Wayne. I don't know why I'm talking to you as if you're listening. Nicki Minaj, Beam Me Up, Scotty. It's a double LP. Um, what do we got? Oh, wait. Oh, he already said the name of it. Motorhead, Mother Mother. Casey Musgraves, Starcross, Picture Disc. Oh, Jesus Christ. 15,000. 15,000 copies. Um, last page. Oh, my goodness. You know what? That was stupid. Why did it open the page and take me to the bottom? Ugh, welcome to my life where I'm annoyed by things that aren't really that big of a deal. The Offspring, Opeth, Pearl Jam. Uh, my arms, your hearse, Opeth. Live on two. Is it live on two legs, or is it live on two legs? That's a good way to spruce up your everyday life. Hi, I'm Chris Widener, and I'm live on two legs. This is hi. I'm Chris Widener, and this is live on two legs. You can you know insert your own name, but whatever. Pixies live at Coachella in 2004. Prodigy, Return of the Mac. There was um. There's a Cranberries album that they're putting out, uh, uh, Remembering Dolores, I'm pretty sure. So if you're a Cranberries fan, be sure to check that out. Red Hot Chili Peppers, we already talked about. 
The Replacements, The Residents, Rex Orange County. What do we got? Gavin Rossdale. I see that they fixed the website. Was it this website or was it someplace else? I saw somebody had posted that he uh, his re- putting out this record, Wanderlust, but they spelled it Gavin Rossdale. <laughs> oh, Satan's Pilgrims, what's up, dude? Live at Jackpot Records. I don't know if I am going to give a shit about live, but... We'll see. Satan's Pilgrim's Rules. Um, let me see. Um, Sleep Token. I already talked about that. And then... Whoa. Stiff Little Fingers. I thought that said Stiff Little Peppers for a second. I was like, ooh, that's a sweet fucking name. Tangerine Dream. Lots of Tangerine Dream. Tegan and Sarah. Tesseract, the picture disc that I was disappointed with. Um, Twisted. Come on. I know you guys are all fucking psyched for... I tried to warn you by Twisted, and the record label is called Magic Ninja, spelled M-A-J-I-K. You already know. Adult Swim, um, Brazil 45 box at 43, what the fuck does that mean? Jazz Dispensary, Super Skunk, oh, I've got one of those Jazz Dispensary records I got several years ago. What's up? That one looks pretty dope. I'll check that one out too. Um, 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 um. Kidnap the Sandy Claus. Soul Power 68. Punk 45. Royal Tannenbombs. Oh, that's great. The soundtrack for Royal Tannenbombs. Dope. Vaudeville Villain by Victor Vaughn. Damn. That's a lot of V's. I would go, I would, I would go as far as say it's too many V's. We don't need that many V's. If you have that many V's, you should... Consider giving some away. Um, I don't think I want to look at the rest of this list because, you know what, that's the end of it. So, um, I don't know. If you're into Record Store Day, check it out. Tell me what kind of fucking records you got, bro. Um, because I'll be there bright and early because that's how you do it, especially if there's shit you want. Because most record stores, they're not going to get one of everything, right? Because as I was mentioning on some of those, they only make a certain number. And depending on whether your store, your local store, requests it, puts in a request from their distributor or whatever, they might not get it. So, uh, with that in mind, try and join some, uh, ooh, don't mind me, just yawn into the mic. When the yawn turns into a stretch, bro, that's a, that's a whole moment. Um, fuck, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. Join some vinyl groups if you're trying to score some because sometimes uh, somebody's record store gets um, an extra copy of Norma Jean's Meridional. I don't remember what it's called. Um, And then you have to buy it from them because you can't find it locally. So do that. Um, Also, next week, um, I'm hoping I got a new thing in. Um, how do I say this? I'm going to change up the intro to the, to the podcast. Um, I got something made, uh, by somebody who's been on the show, some peoples who's been on the shows and, uh, I, I got to do some editing to it. Um, not necessarily got to tweak anything, but I got to add some things. Um, like, you know, little, the, 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 
promo stuff, you know, like, welcome to the Doom Junkers podcast, you know, shit like that. Um, so I got to figure that out. And then hopefully by next week, the intro will be different and I'm excited for you to hear it. Um, uh, and on that note, I think I'm going to close out the show because looky here, I've been talking and rambling for an hour. Look at me just talking to my cat. Um, but yeah, so, uh, Chris, what have you been listening to? Oh, I'm so glad that you asked. Honestly, lately, it's been a shit ton of 90s music. Um, I think it, I, I noticed the other day that I know a lot of songs by a lot of 90s bands, but a lot of those songs are just like the singles that I heard on the radio when I was at the public pool as a child. And I didn't really listen to the entire albums. Like, I didn't listen to the entire album of uh, Dizzy Up the Girl by Goo Goo Dolls. Uh, Cracked Rear View by Hootie and the Blowfish. Um, Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness, Smashing Pumpkins. Uh, what was, oh, fuck. All the Pain Money Can Buy by Fastball. Um, what's another one? Mm, oh, I listened to Maroon by Bare Naked Ladies. Um, Cheryl Crow's uh, album from what was it, nineteen ninety six? I th- I don't th- I think it was just self titled. I don't think it had a name. Um, let me see, because the album before was the the Tuesday Night Music Club, right? Yeah, the nineteen ninety six um, album of Cheryl Crow, uh, not just self titled. Great, by the way. Check that out. I will always vouch for Cheryl Crow because um, she's great. But yeah, a li- lot of 90s music. Um, so that's what I've been listening to. Um, listener, you know the drill. You know where to find us. You can Google us if you're that lazy. Um, but you can find us on uh, Facebook at Toon Junkies Podcast, on Instagram, Toon Junkies Pod. Um, if you would like to reach me personally, you can leave me alone. But if you must be involved with my life, you can find me on Instagram at uh, Chris N Kitty or on TikTok at DatBoyPit6. And I think that I'm working on putting a little Discord server together, like just so if you find a band that you think would be a fun interview, has a cool story, or it's just a band that you think deserves more attention than they have than they get um it's just a place where you can have that conversation we can talk about you know um i was thinking today about like doing like listen parties so like if a band puts out a new record we could like all listen and like discuss our opinion share our opinions on it i don't know I'm i'm trying to find like a way to like one, connect better with the listener, right? And it's almost, you know what it is? You know what it really comes down to? I'm trying to start my own cult. That's really what it is. And it's just a music appreciation cult. That's all I want to do. Just, it's not going to get weird. I, I may ask you to adopt a cat so that I can come pet it. Um, I can't have one another one in the house because Kitty's a jerk and he's kind of an only child. But I may pressure you into getting a cat. Oh, but I'm allergic. You'll you'll get over it, okay? Take about a couple weeks. Your body will adapt, and then that's your cat that you're no longer allergic to, okay? Get with the program. Get a cat. That's that. Those are the rules of the 
the Toon Junkie Cult, the TJC. I don't know if I like that. It sounds like a correctional facility. Um, <laughs> but we, one could argue it, that's what a cult is. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to figure out the Discord thing because uh, I, I think there's, there's plenty of people out there who are tapped into other veins of the music monster, right, that I am not, just in vice versa. So us sharing music together helps us, you know, expand our horizons, find more music because let's face it, listener, time, she ain't slowing down for no one, okay? And there, I, I've, I've, I've seen research about at certain ages, you know, the age at which I am at, you stop consuming new music and you start sticking to what you know, which might be why I've been listening to a lot of 90s music lately, right? I don't want to be that crotchety old guy like, oh, music was just better in the 90s, in the early 2000s. It was, <laughs> but there's still good music, and I don't want to lose touch with that, and with your help, I think we can all not be crotchety old elitist together. So, that's what I'm going to try and work on. And with that, though, I will see you next week. See you. You will you will hear back from this isn't the last of me. Um, I will uh, talk to you again next week and I'll probably be talking to a band. We've got some scheduled on the way, but you know, as as we look at where we're at right now, life gets crazy, things happen, who knows. But until then, I will see you on the next episode. This has been a Tune Junkies podcast. My name is Chris. Happy anniversary to the Tune Junkies. And remember, keep it pit six. That's right, I'm bringing it back. Keep it pit six. Deuces.